Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gents. My name is Alex, and I'm here bringing you episode 215 of the Jarcast. Of course, I'm joined, as always, by James, or the passionate napper himself. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. And rounding off the crew, we got Jim. Yeah. Just Jim today. Just being normal. Mm -hmm. Before... Let you know, you, you go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's shout out the patrons then before we get into the episode. We've got lots to talk about this week. Uh, lots of supports. A few uh, uh, Dibbies and Sandies to shout out when we get to the halfway point. Big, big thanks to them. You know what, guys? I guess the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I'm not sure what type of grease, mind you. What type grease of grease, up, James? Baby. Um, yeah, grease Jim up, James. Grease no. me up, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to give a a update on the passionate napper. Oh, okay, okay. Hasn't been napping. You haven't been napping since quarantine. Why are you fiddling with the mic? It's like you're um, you just instinctually do it. Yeah, I've got I've got that trigger that tick. I don't know is that if that's the word. Passionate napper has not been napping. I have genuine quite bad bag at bags under my 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 eyes. Why don't you nap then? Because life is so busy during the day. I just I, I'm not getting napping in. So you think you're working more now in quarantine than hmm. when you actually had to go there? Yeah. So you haven't haven't had a nap o'clocks, and it's really destroying myself, mentally yeah. and physically. Those one hour sleeps, they really make the difference. But it's all okay. Let's do some housekeeping. All right. You know, squeaky wheel gets the grease and all that. <coughs> Patreon stretch goal. The Patreon stretch goal update, which we mentioned last episode, um, we hit it and we were like, uh, we can't actually really do it or whatever. Hmm. Uh, we, we've been talking to some jarlings out there, communicating, uh, problem solving, and we think we have a way to solve it. So... Our plan is to actually move ahead with this. It might take a couple months to fully uh, complete. However, we uh, believe we can move forward with this and we can start. Yeah, we got lots of help from Jarlings or whatever. They told us what to do. Um, We got some people on it. So we'll see how that comes together. Yeah. But as far as the RSS feed and the whole confusion where that goes, uh, we figure the best solution would be to have like a Jarchive RSS feed that has the other episodes on it that... Aren't, that, that we missed basically yeah so it doesn't screw up the current rss feed but there will be a way to go back and see the older ones so yeah we didn't betray our stretch goal in the end we're doing we're working on it all right it's just complications that we didn't unforeseen circumstances but we we see them now and we're mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. working away to make uh, sure yeah uh we've changed the lighting again yeah a lot of people have been mentioning it um the the lighting in the last few episode has been a bit. We've been we've been well, testing I, it. Yeah, I it's just I need more time to tinker with this camera. Like when we. Well, every day you make like a new step. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just a new discovery. It's a whole new new world for us. Yeah, and uh, the Phantom Menace, as good as they say, won the Patreon vote, and that is up to watch on the channel now. So check that out if that sounds interesting to you. Got a bit of feedback from about the last episode. First one from Abe. Just saying, I don't like this podcast. I actually don't know how to describe it. It just sucks. 
Bit of useful feedback there. Banging. What do you Love think of it. that? What do you think of that, James? Come on, Abe. What does he mean? Does he mean that episode or this podcast? I don't know. Abe, you're going to have to give us more info, dude. We can't adjust based on that. But Jacob uh, Mastek said the lighting here is spot on. So they liked the last episode's lighting. Hey, chance would be a fine thing. Logan Stevens said uh, the best COD tier list I've ever heard. True Chad taste. So that was someone agreeing with you, James. Jordan really? M says thanks for the acknowledgement lag. Good taste. It's perfect lighting this time around. Even though we're changing it again. Uh, SS Spring 10234 Pa gave some feedback, which I was interested in, because we mentioned uh, Chavs, which is like a, of, uh, a British thing. Yes. Um, but they said, pretty sure it's Chad, not Chav. Americans have literally no clue what a Chav is, which is what I assumed. What do you mean Chad? How is it Chad? Well, they, they, don't, they don't know what a Chav is, so they think we're saying Chad. No. When, no, we mean Chav. They're different things. Yeah, council housed, it, antisocial, and violent. Yeah. I... I don't understand how how people don't because chav memes are quite because big. we're in the in the UK. No, yeah, but we see the UK chav memes just because. No, but even, why would why would chav memes be in like an American's algorithm? No, but I know people from other countries and they know what chavs are because they've no chav memes. But the people you know don't represent the whole world. No, all of right? course not. But that's myopic, all right? Yeah, you think your bubble is the whole world? This is that's why the just... squeaky wheel needs the grease, dude. Yeah, like. So James, you can you slop some of that grease over here, my dude? <laughs> so you're calling me out on <laughs> chance uh, be a good thing. my view on chavs. What is your favourite chav meme? Just oi, mate. No, it's it's dubstep parkour. <laughs> yeah, we've been mocking that, those no, chavs. That, w- that was a, a straight up just chav meme. Uh, Tough Swammy says, James's take on car YouTube is quite annoying. He... He should watch Project Binky, Mighty Car Mods, and Boosted Boys and understand that these are the elite non-toxic channels that don't just splurge on expensive shit all the time. What do you say to that, James? Binky. The main, like, uh, car channels are like that, but there is other good channels like that. I don't consume, like, the main. I consume the little smaller channels which do make really good content. Like, I know of all of those channels because I've watched them. They're the channels I like. You know, saying that they were bad, though, weren't you? No, not those type. The main ones, you know, the clout ones, where it's all about Lamborghinis, you know, money. Right. They're the ones I dislike because there's no... So you've got nothing against Project Binky? No, no minis. Minis. Yeah, you look minis. Yeah, they're sticking like me, like uh, they're four wheel driving it with a turbo engine, so it's gonna be really fast. So that that's they're, yeah. they're like they're like properly good channels. It's just the majority are quite bad. Like I I watch Driftworks a lot, Noriyaro, Hoonigan at times. You know I watch some good stuff, but this car community is just bad. It's quite bad. Okay. And uh, finally, Pancho MHM says. If the Jar Boys keep this lighting up, they'll look like the Fal- the Falmer by episode two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> little Skyrim joke for you. Very funny. Just that. You know, let's give him a round of applause. So much has happened in the last week. It's actually kind oh, of oh, just so much. C R I N G. You know. Cringe. Oh, cringe. Great. Now we've been demonetized. <laughs> Thanks. Let's start with this one then. The, let's start with the lamest and build up to like important because this like doesn't actually matter. But it's it's a uh, gaming drama, gaming drama one hundred and one. 
So, uh... Wait, the... Gaming drama? Yeah. So this yeah, is... Pres- like, you'll, well, you'll know about this. Um, th- this Avengers game that's coming out... Oh. ...that <laughs> looks rubbish. Um, it's been announced that the character of Spider-Man is an exclusive to uh, the PlayStation platform. Which is... Fucking bullshit. Terrible. Oh, it's really not good. You mean effing BS? Yeah, effing BS. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's... You can't... I I think it's a bit ridiculous to monitor... To exclu- exclusivize... I don't know if that's the word. The most iconic Marvel character. You're just getting an objectively worse game if you get any mm. other version. Yes. And they've been doing this for years now, and I don't know how they've gotten away with it. Red Dead has, has extra missions... Destiny has a bunch of extra shit that they only have on PS4. Um, Modern Warfare had that game mode exclusive to PS4. Still not. All of it's bullshit. Like, how do they get away with that? It's such a double standard. You remember with um, when Rise of the Tomb Raider was announced as being a, having a one-year exclusivity um, on mm-hmm. on Xbox One or whatever. The uproar and the the anger about it was uh, pretty intense. But the the console war shit. Rages on, and this stuff doesn't help. Yeah, I mean, I I don't get why this is one that's really pissed people off, because like I, I'm not getting think, the game either way. I, I, I think it's that. just what it represents more than what it actually is, because like yeah. it's just super scummy and uh, bad business. It's it's anti-consumer. Well, vote with your wallet. Yeah, I mean the game looked trash anyway. We've been yeah, I yeah. feel like we've been trashing this game for ages. Um, yeah. Jim and I watched like some footage like a, a few weeks ago or whatever, and like in the their official gameplay, there's like broken animations, like the, but like, the 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 gameplay, like this is what they were showing off, mm-hmm. was the most dull shit I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Destiny clone. So boring. It's, uh, yeah, I think the game looks awful, but I think that sucks. That Spider-Man exclusive thing. Yeah, it's super lame. So one of the best Avengers. The it, most popular it is the Avenger. best Avenger. Mm-hmm. It's just the best Marvel character. But speaking of uh, spiders... Um, Not spiders. How do you think... And on, the, and on the topic of games, too. How do you guys feel about this spider slider that's in the game... Uh, Shit, Ruben was talking about it in the group chat earlier. The the one with the it's an Obsidian survival grounded? game. Yeah, grounded. Sorry. Yeah, forgot to write the fucking game down. I haven't actually seen any footage, but but in the game you're like a it's like Honey I Shrunk the Kids game basically. You're like little guys running around in a garden with all those insects as the baddies. But mm. there's there's a, a setting in the mem- a menu for like arachnophobia. So there's a slider that changes the way the spiders look and simplifies them down. Like oh. so, you can't, you don't see the design of a spider, and they're just like a blob that's not really spider. Yeah, but you can still interact with them in the way they're designed. But isn't it like a survival game where they're gonna kill you? Yeah, but if they're they're just changing the way they look and they behave the same, it's just an interesting idea. No, no, it is a really interesting idea. It's weird for fear, though. Surely, a, that's an aspect of your game. Like you want it to be kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, a lot of games are trying to prove their accessibility, aren't they? Like, when The Last of Us 2 came out, there was all this discussion about the myriad of options they they went out of their way to include to make it more kind of accessible and customizable. Yeah, but it is... 
is phobias are phobias a disability? Um, to an extent. Yeah, if with some someone who has arachnophobia and they witness a spider, is it not quite an extreme reaction? They might not. I don't know. I I don't see any harm in it because like, it's an option. Yeah, I feel like the more options, the better. Mm. You know, there's no real negative to I'm, it unless I, I'm just saying like, what is the point? Because why you put why go to the effort? Some people can play. That's more people who buy your game. That's more money. It's good for business. It's good for everything. Okay, if your everyone. game is designed to be you're small and bugs are big, people that are arachnophobic are probably not going to get the game anyway. Well, no. But what if they see the slider thing and they're like, "Ooh, I can turn the spiders down." No, but I'm I'm horrendously afraid of arachnids. But when it's in a video game or something, I don't. If there's an if it was a VR game, I'd understand, but the fact that it's on a screen, it's there's a there's a disconnect to me. But it's not a bad thing. So I just it's, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a terrible thing. No, it's not. I'm saying it's the probably the worst thing since Skyrim. Yeah, that game didn't have spider sliders. Actually, on on the subject of Skyrim, I'm I it's one of those games that's been permanently ruined. Skyrim? Yep. Ruined by what? Memes? Jeremy. Jeremy? Oh, the composer. Yes. I suppose. I mean, we talked about that when that happened. Yeah, but I've just... I remembered it because it's just like... Yeah, I really can't play that game again. Yeah, I was looking through... Um, I've got one of those apps that tells you um, when, like, the bands you follow on Spotify are going to be playing live near you. Um... And it imported like my whole Spotify, and I was going through sorting out all the ones I I don't care about actually seeing live or whatever. And because I've got the Skyrim soundtrack on my uh, Spotify, I saw him there, Jeremy. Um, Is he playing live soon? I don't think so. <laughs> Highly doubt that one. Jim, I got something to ask you. Mm. Have you ever heard of an oxygen bar? An oxygen bar. Yeah. As in, like, when you're in a video game and you go underwater? No, this is no video games anymore. I'm talking about real- I'm talking about the real life. Like a bar of oxygen? A, a bar you go to, but instead of getting drinks oh. or whatever- Oh, shit, now that you're you, saying this. You, like, connect yourself to an oxygen supply and then breathe in- And hyperventilate <laughs> until you feel funny. Yeah. Have you heard of these games? No. Nope. Gaseous ridiculous. confidence, they call it. They're real. They're in like cities. Like if you Google them, you can see the weird pictures yeah, of people. Would be in a them. fine thing. <laughs> in the oxygen bar, they're different coloured oxygen tanks that they're hooking up to their noses and just. Oh, so they got like flavours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pineapple. Oh, this one's particularly pressurised. <laughs> that's that's the type of thing where I think we've gone too far a bit. When why why you're that privileged? Yeah. Why do you need that? Why why wasn't a bar good enough? Listen to this, though. Proponents of oxygen bars claim purified oxygen can help increase energy levels, improve mood, improve concentration, improve sports performance, reduce stress, provide relief for headaches and migraines, and promote better sleep. Is, isn't that what every, your mind every, every new fad is at first? Literally. 
every good That's thing. That's a good is, point. It like is the whole gluten free. Was thing. it? There's an. Aren't there like water bars as well? It's kind of a similar yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> no like, way. You can get water at a normal bar. No, no, but like it's like a gimmick bar, you know. It's like different waters and shit like that. Okay, but how could that be sustainable from a business <laughs> perspective? Because they're they're in like trendy cities, you know. What, you've got what to be a bit of a, a, a. You've got to be a strange person to willingly go to a bar that only sells water because it's trendy. What bar should we open? The Jar Bar. It could be like what? um, no, like what? in Jackass where they have the. Helmet and then people farting into them. It's oh like a fetish God. bar. No, we Fart can't. Fetish. We can't. We can't have a fetish <laughs> yeah, bar. Like sweat and <laughs> farts. Well, we, it, wouldn't, wouldn't the menu just be one of us? Like whoever's the best at farts yeah, has the yeah. fart one. So I would obviously be the fart one because I've got terrible farts. <laughs> then what would you be? Gaseous. Actually, what would you be? If I was what, sorry? In the fe- in the jar fetish bar. Um, what are you just asking me? What my fetishes are? No, what what what, what? can you provide? Yeah, stinky foot skin. Oh, so there were because uh, last episode I was barefoot. There were some weird comments. Really? Like, Wait, oh, put those any... away. Who <laughs> it's giving me what, little tingles. What is the deal with like <laughs> in the past 10, 15 years foot fetish? Stuff has just gone crazy. No, it, foot fetish has always been a thing. Yeah, sh- surely it's just well, no, it's, our awareness of it. And no, uh, it's always been a thing, but it feels like it's a meme. It That's used why. to be, yeah, but like people learn about the meme and then sort of get hooked on it. It's yeah? like prequel. So like the prequels. You yeah, get yeah, it's like the, the prequels. Like it seems like there are so many foot fetishists. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pe- pretty popular kink. Of all the fetishes, but it's why? pretty high up there. Because people just find feet erotic. Do you? No. They are naturally like a sensitive spot. So then like, if you do touch them really slowly, it can be quite... See, like, I, no, ooh, but that's different. Relaxing. Like, Would you fuck like, feet? No. Alex? I've got like the opposite of a foot fetish, where I kind of oh. find feet kind of gross. Okay, do you want to see Because you, you can see how they're, they're really similar to hands, but they're just like... Yeah. Like werewolf kind of joined at the end, and they're just like freaky fucking... They little. are. I have someone who has like just disgusting feet, yeah. I look at them and I just think... Holy and everyone's fuck. feet like just look wildly different yeah. too. Everyone's my... hands look different. Everyone's faces... Yeah, but hands are cool though. Yeah. Hands hand are awesome. Fetish, hand fetishes are also a thing. Ooh, but people get... that are scared of spiders... No, no, no. But going back to this oxygen thing a minute, how much do you think it costs? One? Five, uh, silly, no, it costs, it's really expensive. But I mean, for what? what oxygen. Do you, but I mean, what, I suppose it's a difficult question because suck? the way it works is oxygen bars charge between $1 and $2 per minute, depending on location oh. and the scent you choose, if any. Thoughts? That, that's kind of reasonable. What, what scent would you pay for? Fart. <laughs> oh, bloody fuck. <laughs> Wait, per minute? Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. No, that's 20 minutes and you're spending 20 quid. That's ridiculous. Why would you spend 20 minutes huffing oxygen? If I, I go into a pub, I'm going to stay there now and I'm going to have a pint. That's yeah, but pounds. you're not. Go- it's not a pub. It's not a social thing. You go in there, suck your oxygen. Like, surely How you could you just go f- in... And suck, like, so hard and just suck until you can't suck anymore. 
get as much of that oxygen as you can. Do you know where it would be a good idea? In the Andes. Or somewhere near there. You know, really high up where there's not much oxygen. Because then an oxygen yeah, you've bar got to, like, actually try and makes sense. Get between the oxygen bars without fainting. Exactly, that makes sense. <laughs> not in you know, Camden or you know San Francisco. No. So you're not going to an oxygen bar anytime soon. My I'm oxygen a... bar is just me going to bed at night, window open, clear oxygen. Yeah, I'll give you an oxygen bar. <laughs> I thought when you said oxygen bar, I thought you meant like a Chocolate like a, a protein bar, like of, a protein of bar of just pure oxygen. <laughs> mm. That's how you breathe in space. Yeah. Just yeah. bring up your oxygen bars. We're running low on oxygen bars. We're not going to make it. <laughs> Woo. Speaking of feet, James, can you give me a massage? No. Why? I'm actually really good at foot massages, but... Prove it. I'm yeah, not I guess the one. squeaky wheel gets the grease, dude. Because I don't have yeah. any Chance oil. will be a fine thing. God. Um, let's get serious. All right. Now we've got to talk about some real... When am I not serious, Alex? When is the jackass never... We've been serious sometimes. When is so, the joke? I watched the uh, the latest uh, HBO Donald Trump interview. Mm. Um, and don't worry, this isn't going to be one of you know, hyperpolitical like a like a Brit ranting about Donald Trump or anything. But what I wanted to say was that it is insane. In yeah, I've of, seen a clip from it. It uh, is bonkers. It's like it feels like you're watching a TV show. It even mm-hmm. opens with like the HBO, like, oh, am I watching fucking The Sopranos or Game of Thrones right now? <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> it, I'd definitely recommend watching it. It's only like 36 minutes. It's on the HBO YouTube channel. Um, and it's honestly a piece of history. And th- the like production of it is really impressive to me. The way they uh, like just present the interview was yeah. like... They put more into it than you, than like the typical kind of interview right, that it showed. Right. Um, and the interviewer did a really good job as well. He like didn't let... Any question kind of slide sort of thing. Yeah. Crazy world we live in, dude. You guys going to watch it? Possibly. Depends. Um, How long is it? I, yeah, like 35 oh. minutes or something. It's hard to say. Yeah. I uh, I just don't want to know or hear about Donald Trump personally. I just don't. Yeah, I get care. that. But I'm just, I just find it so fascinating. It is. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure if I started watching it, I wouldn't be able to stop. Yeah, yeah. It's just so, like, intense, because like, he's just, like, dodging every question, and, like, he's got his prepared statements and facts and yeah, figures and stuff. Yeah, he's a little worm. Yeah, man. But aside from that, um, the other major fucking thing was the this stuff going on with the explosion. In Lebanon. Yeah. Yeah, not the happiest... No, something pretty pretty severe and uh So yeah, what what exactly happened? The it was a fire firework cat factory that caught fire. And by this firework factory was uh I think it was a ship or something that contained ammonium nitrate. And then the fire spread to that and then that would obviously go fucking bang. Like massive because it's like a, a fertilizer or something. Like that I assume we've all seen the video, or yes. like some of the videos. I tried to watch it, but I couldn't. What do you mean? I haven't seen it. Oh, I see. I've seen um, photos and stuff, but yeah. I well, I was, I was thinking about just um, 
for events like this, we get such good coverage of it now because yeah. everyone's got like cameras on them. You so think that, this yeah, was yeah. just a fire, and there was like, mm -hmm. I, no, I watched like this five minute where it was five minutes of of just the explosion from different phones in the city, and it's wild that all of these people all filming the fire and then boom, it's actually crazy now. Nothing can go unnoticed. But that explosion, like, if if you were in London and you saw that or whatever. You'd be like, oh, we're being nuked or something. Like, yeah. this, this is it. Mm. But uh, I guess um, an initial investigation has reportedly found years of inaction and neg negligence around the removal of the ammonium nitrate is to blame for the blast. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, it's oh a, my God. It's an extremely volatile substance and they basically did nothing about it. Yeah, but like at the time of recording this, 135 people it took and injured over 5,000. From our saying that... I thought I saw, it only took like 30 people. No, if they, with an explosion that big where it's caused a massive crater, yeah, it's going to take a while for them to be, like, confirmed. Yeah. That's insane. Just, well, then, yeah, I saw this, this uh, like, kind of sky cam yeah. of what the area looked like before and after, and it's, like, just devastated from it. Wow. To put it this way, it's like I saw a video of it, it was just, it was on a boat. It was quite some distance away. They got blown on the floor. And they were like mm -hmm. a good like couple miles yeah. away from it, and it it it's just ridiculous how quickly people started to jump on. Oh, it's a it's a you know it's a terrorist attack or something. It's just right. they don't understand the traditional weapons would, would need to be involved to cause an explosion that fucking huge. Like it it made a mushroom cloud because of you mm -hmm. know I think it's uh, evaporation that usually causes mushroom clouds. There's only like a few weapons. In the world that can court mate like can do that, they're all American. Yeah, I think I saw some stat that it's like the third or fourth like biggest explosion or something like in history or whatever. This um, was like you know caused by humans. You know, comparing it to like her, uh, yeah, normal conventional and, yeah, weapons, I guess um, yeah. things like that. It's like up there in terms of like the just the scale of it. It was a fuck. It's a fucking bang. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Dude, I just can't get over this year. It's actually just such a fucking piss take. Mm, it's wild. What is up with it? Did you see this? Uh, um, it's it's like the doorway to the to the underworld. It was called. Mm -hmm. It's like some place in the Middle East or something. And this doorway to the underworld has been getting bigger. Recently. Oh yeah, it's like constantly on fire. It's like this part in the desert that's yeah, constantly yeah. on fire because it's a gas. There's a gas um, reserve under it or something, so it constantly feeds it. Yeah, it's some shit like that. And is this the Siberia doorway to the underworld you're talking about? So like, yeah, the doorway to hell or something. Yeah, that might be it. There's a door. There's a doorway to the underworld in Siberia so big it's uncovered. Wait, it's uncovered ancient forests. What? No, I don't think it's that. It's in the Middle East. It's it's a gateway to hell. Yeah, it's right, the I just tried googling hell. it to see if I. Can. Yeah, it, the thing is, now that twenty twenty is like this, the the memes propagate like right. bad things happening. Mm -hmm. So one just something that would ordinarily be like a throwaway headline is like, oh, here's the next thing. What's that? What's it called? The gates of hell. Yeah, the gates. Let of me hell. see. That. Where is it, James? It's in Ethiopia, I believe. But yeah, apparently it's. Uh... 
Oh, the most significant crack appeared near to the Urta Ale Volcano, known by locals as the Gateway to Hell. Oh, it's in Turkmenistan. Wow. Yeah, what's going to happen next? Something uh, horrifying? Jesus will come back. <laughs> Imagine if that's like, <laughs> that's how it ends. It's yeah. Like, Jesus is like, you know what? Here I am. No, it, it would be like Buddha or something. Okay. What's up guys, Buddha here What if it turned out like um, Mark Zuckerberg Was like Stop Jesus or some Mark weird Zuckerberg shit. Yeah, no, that's like the, the reveal That would be sick Who who do you think is most likely to be Jesus? Like secretly Jesus Not secretly, like they didn't know But they just are Jesus Reborn Who do you reckon, James? Tom Kenny, the guy who voices Spongebob? Tomska? Yeah, to- yeah, it's like a voice actor. Yeah. Troy Baker? It's fucking Nolan North. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, uh, down um, I don't know. know. It's just... This year's been especially, uh, chaotic, but we've got to think that last year was as well. There was shit happening constantly then. Was it like this? It was nothing. It's like nothing like this, dude. <laughs> nothing. Well... Stuff like Lebanon happens every year or two. Does it? Really, okay, not to the same scale, obviously, but... That, on top of um, COVID, on top of what's happening in America, on top of fucking... China, just, yeah, it's fucking everything, dude. Yeah. Russia, Japan. <clears throat> let's quickly do some... Uh, let's very quickly do a Twitter speed round. At Edward Temple 11 says, Could you guys please upload the... As they say is to Spotify, I know they're more visual, but I like listening to those. Um, I tend to, to be honest. Sometimes I don't when they're way more visual. Right. Where it just wouldn't make sense, but... The Star Wars one, for example, like... No, I, I have done an audio version of that. Um, so yeah, I'll do that. Um, what is your thoughts on this one from at Cool Crazy Croc, who says, Vin Diesel's real name is Mark Sinclair. Thoughts? Sinclair's a cool name. Yeah. I think that name suits him better. Yeah, I think Diesel. it's a cooler name. It's more relatable. And at Vertigo HQ underscore says, opinion on having to pay $30 to watch the Mulan remake on Disney+. That's Plus. bullshit. Is it justified? Mulan, shit. They ruined it. It's going to be crap, first yeah. of all. And second of all, 30... F- 30. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to cost why, here. But Probably why that quid. much? Because it bombed. Because... Uh, I guess it's because whole families can watch it, so in their mind it's like, we'll just charge everyone as if like a whole family's going. Right. then that means... Yeah, but you're also the paying them money just all the time now. Yeah, you're already paying the... So to watch it, you have to be already paying money, mm-hmm. and so then you've got to pay some more money. It's it's, it's pointless. It, it makes their own platform Shit. less valuable. If they just start releasing movies onto it. No, it, release movies, fine, but don't charge extra. When Netflix is over here just putting shit out all the time. Yeah. One, once you're in with Netflix, you've you've got it. Yeah. But with Disney Plus, it's like, pay a little bit more here, a little bit more there. Fuck you. Do you not think it's... I'm even um, less likely to subscribe to them now. Do you not think it's because, like, obviously they didn't want to put it on Disney Plus right away? 
obviously their ideal scenario mm-hmm. was, yeah, we'll put this in theatres and make a couple million, a couple billion bucks off it. But now I, we can't do that. I think so we've got this to make is it up. this is bad damage control. Yeah, because it's movie. because it's pissed me off. <laughs> the biggest fan of Mulan over here. Yeah, I'm yeah. the biggest fan of Mulan. Really? Let's yes, I fucking love Mulan. Really? Yeah, yeah, Eddie, yeah, little Eddie Murphy dragon. Yeah, it's fucking Let's great. Let's get love down it. to. Damn. Okay. Like Madagascar, yeah, it's all right. Mulan, fucking incredible. Shut the fuck. Shut oh. the fuck up. And on that note, aside from the uh, squeaky wheel getting the grease, I mean, we might as well be back after these messages. Chance. Yo, how it is, cuz? Draw Media shirts. Go check them out. Description below. Cheers, bruv. In it. Oh my lord, now is the time where we shout out all those lovely patrons, the Dibbies, the Morts, the Sandies. Let's do this. Big thanks to Robert Foe, Eleanor Kane, Aura, Mercedes, Shanga Wanga Misa Man Wanga, Keck Flexington, Young Moz, Edgy Erica, Tom Cat, Numa Numa Banana, Ben, Fartbag, Rose, Lily, George Kenwood Parker, Geraint, Malware Machine, Fiddle, Dream Awful, 2142. Mayo Mayo, Sean McSuplex, Freddy the Goat, Taiwan Noachuku, Finn Kane, Ethan Hate, Zach Dawes, Justin Va- Va- Vales, Jack White Fan, Adam Lismore, Ak- Acolyte, Esteban Montez, uh, Ben Hughes, Hooper, Lewis Horsburgh, Ferdy Pleeman, Ray Dahl, Alberto Gomez, Sam C, and Kirsten Armstrong. Big shout out to Hooper, by the way. He's the kind gent who's going to be helping us fix this RSS feed. Shout out to shout out to Mad Lad Hooper. Adam Johnston, Tom Bowie, Juan Hernandez, Jam, Benjamin Wilson, Beeberly, Joel Stewart, Elliot Barton, Logi Bear, Kane with a Winky, Connie Reed, Big Whoops, Gremblo, Ollie Miles, Abby Clifford, Dibble Dob, Mort, Aggieron 3, and Cassia fucking Manigan. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much. You've thrown us uh, away. Uh, there's there's some unexplored humour potential with the, the Patreon names, because you can just name yourself whatever you want, so... Anyone wants to get creative? Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, the Jami's grown, dude. Angry Joe is mad. <laughs> <laughs> the J- the Angry Jami. <laughs> Angry Joe is mad. Angry Joe. James, join in. Angry Joe is mad. Angry Joe. Hey. Welcome to the second half of the Jarcast, where we answer questions from the subreddit. We're going to start with this one from Rat Goth. Question for James: In the infamous normal episode, you discuss wanting to buy some UGG boots. Did this ever happen? And if so, thoughts. If not, thoughts. I haven't bought any UGG boots. It's been quarant- quarantine. I've been unable to. The normal episode Wrong. was a long time before. Yeah, true. Quarantine. Uh, I forgot I said it. Dig the Head has a question uh, related to James too. Who would win in a fight? Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus James with a gun. However, there's a twist. The gun needs to be assembled and Dwayne is approaching fast. Oh, and The Rock has Jamie on his side. 
That's a fucking stupid question. First yeah, of all... Yeah, let's take the gym. Jim doesn't need to be involved in this. I feel like that's enough of a challenge on its own. No, I could have Jim. No, I'm on Dwayne's side. No, but I could have you. You could with, have me. With The Rock? Yeah. What does Not that mean? with The Rock, with just Jim. Do you think you de could defeat the rock? Do you think you could assemble a gun and take out the rock before he gets to you? No, fuck no. No, no human can. No, but how far does he have Let's to say run? he's one mile away. <laughs> oh, easy. Do you think so? I could do that with no eyes. <laughs> okay. Assemble a gun while he's sprinting. Yeah, full with no speed. eyes, I could do that. Yes. I don't know what the rock's you know top kind of speed is. I don't. What gun? That's too technical. I Pistol. Don't know. Pistol is a lot. I would say is more complicated to assemble than a, an AR-15 because AR-15s is they're just don't know the way. Work. They're parts, so the receiver's already there. You just have to click all parts together. With a pistol, you've got to do the whole. Bear in mind, though, you've never assembled a gun, have you? Exactly. I probably could if go. I watched those. But if a Spetsnaz guy can assemble, can disassemble, de assemble a gun, and kill someone in like five seconds, I could probably do it in the box printing a mile. Yeah, a, a mile's quite far. If he was down the other end of the street, no, I'd just throw the parts at him, because what else can I do? I feel like we could all run faster than The Rock. No. I, hmm. I don't know, man. He's in, like, peak condition, that guy. No, but he's no, got but weight. No, he, he's got so much weight, and... Do you think so? Aerodynamics. Yeah, he can't move fast. Yeah. He can barely move full stop. Why do you think all his action scenes in movies are fucking trash? Chance would be a fine thing. If it, if this was if we replace that with a better actor, Jason Statham, you're fucked. Cause he's yeah, he he's much quicker. He's swifter. Yeah, you'd be fucked. Tom Cruise, you'd be fucked. He's like sixty. He jumped off a building, broke his leg, continued to fucking roll on the film. He's an animal. He'd fuck you. He'd fuck all of us up. He'd fuck all of us. Yeah, and I'd be okay with that. Well, the gear gets the grease or whatever. Shut up. <laughs> movies, <laughs> movies Music Me says, Hi, Jar. A few hours ago, I hit a kangaroo on my way to work. No. You may have guessed I'm in Australia, and you'd be correct. No. Well, I would be a bit concerned if they hit a kangaroo in England. Yeah. It broke my right headlight, and now my door is hard to open because the front side bit, I don't know what the fuck it's called, asked James, has been forced over more from the impact. Oh. It was a big kangaroo. And I'm thinking I'm gonna have to either get a new car or pay for a panel beating, which will oh, kill me. No, no. My question now is how do you guys deal with that feeling of dread oh. when you know you have to pay for something that's gonna set you back a fair bit? Personally, I was saving money really well up until now, and I'm just pissed off currently. Thanks for the last, they're very much appreciated, especially lately. Huge okay. love for y'all, no, Homer. Is the kangaroo okay? What speed were you hitting it at? Did it go pop? None of that was to do with the question. Yeah, no, but I would kind of care about the kangaroo dude. here. Why? Because it's an animal. Don't want the animal. Ooh, I care about animals. The question animals. was about, um, like, surprise things that suck your wallet dry. And how, and how you deal with that dread. Um, just um, do it. This is why I have a rainy day account. Just in case of emergencies. Fool. Because I I have the very real problem where I'm really super... Don't know what the word is. Organised with savings. Mm -hmm. So I... Once money's in a savings account, it doesn't come out no matter what. 
it so can't. You're very strict about it. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I've got, I've got an end goal, and I need to hit the, you know, the quota for it. So, the question is kind of like in a situation where you are effectively forced yeah, well, to spend yeah. all that money. How do you do it? And have you ever had to really do that? Do it. I had to. Yeah, I've had to do it. Well, yeah, it basically comes down to an ultimate choice. It's like my car's fucked or whatever. I either get it repaired or I don't, and I somehow deal with that. In those situations, no, that's what I mean, though. Like when you have to spend a big bunch of money, you just have to get it out of the way. Yeah, no, you do. Like, Otherwise, you're gonna just constantly be like, Ugh. keep putting it off. But once and shit, you're in yeah. that new state where the amount of money you have is just what you have, then it's just you, back... Like, that's the new default. No, one thing you've got to realise is, this is specifically of a car. Mm -hmm. A car's an asset. It's something you own. You can sell on. So spending a large amount of money to get a new car because yours is damaged, you shouldn't see that as bad because you're, it's, it's not becoming a liability. It's an asset. It's something you own. I had to do the Unless same. Unless you hit a kangaroo again. Unless you yeah. do that. Like, I, I blew up my engine. I had to buy a new car. I didn't feel bad about it because that car's an asset. I needed it to get to A to B. So, but, but I like, know... It still sucks, though, if you, like, yeah. hit a kangaroo and it wrecks your car. Oh, yeah, gotcha. It, it just fucks everything, you know? But it's All just of like, saving and... Know that it's an asset and know that the sooner you do it and you forget about it, the better. Mm. Mm -hmm. Preach, sister. We have an interesting one from Joseph Zed Khan, who uh, has some grease to throw on the gear or the cog or whatever. Okay, listen here, Alex. You got some answering to do. You stated that the penguins aren't dibbies because they impact the plot too much, meaning a dibby, by definition, has to be inconsequential to the plot at large. Yet Mort saves the day by leading the shark into the volcano and saving Melman from dying a cuck. If he truly is a dibby, why is this the case? And that's not all. Do characters like King Julian count as dib dibbies, who aren't creatures but are designed with the kiddies in mind? Does a dibby have to be a creature? What is the actual concrete definition of a dibby, once and for all? First of all, the the, uh, the shark doesn't say. Well, Mort doesn't save the giraffe. Why is that? Because it turns out the sacrifice is pointless, right? But, but yeah, but they wouldn't have known that. Yeah, doesn't the shark? They're like pressuring Melman to die and yeah. commit suicide, but then the shark does it instead, so Melman doesn't have to. No, the shark does it after. Yeah. Because he gets saved by Gloria, right? Like she grabs his neck. Dude, I don't know. I don't know, right? But I do know that if I said that penguins aren't dibbies, I, I was wrong then. No, that's they're just, not dibbies. That's just they are dibbies. They're not. No, they. No, they I fucking think one are. of them is a dibby. No, listen. This is how deep I've gone with the Dibby thing, right? Um, a while ago, someone emailed me saying, what the fuck is a Dibby? Because okay. they were writing their EPQ on on the, on the Dibbies for some reason. What's an EPQ? It's like you choose, it's like a thesis, you choose like a question and you explore it right. or whatever. So um, they, they, they they did their thesis on what is a Dibby and then they <laughs> asked you what one is. They, they got you to write their no, thesis. They were, it, it was like part of it. It wasn't, the whole thing wasn't about it, but... Effectively, it forced me to try and write down and describe what I think it is. So I need you guys to assess what I've written here. So I've, I've got the email I sent them. So this is kind of me bullet-pointing, replying to their questions. So, a dibby or dibbies is almost a gut feeling. 
But at the same time, there are some very obvious examples of what I'm trying to describe. Minions, BB-8, the aliens from Toy Story, Olaf from Frozen. Comic relief or plot device are too broad for what I'm talking about, because a Dibby can be one, both, or neither, which leads me to believe that there are a couple of criteria that define Dibbies. A key aspect of a Dibby is the smallest, is the smallness and or cuteness. It needs to be broad enough to be widely marketable, e.g. most Dibby characters will have an extremely popular pop vinyl figure or large fandom based around it specifically, Baby Yoda, Pikachu, etc. The purpose of Dibbies in movies is to use their cuteness, appeal, and or comedy to manipulate audiences into liking a product or idea, often with the intended goal of the Dibby becoming a worldwide marketing prodigy. Dibbies have a range of impact on the stories they take place in, hence the difficulty narrowing down a concise definition. On one hand, you could point to a movie like Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, where the Dibby is a crucial MacGuffin who drives the story. On the other hand, the Porgs from Star Wars were created to cover up the puffins that filled the location they were shooting, as well as being heavily marketable. The term Dibby does not necessarily relate to their function in a screenplay. I think Dibbies are mostly an afterthought or unfortunate reality of designing entertainment for children. While not specific to children's content, the vast majority of Dibby implementation is at the hands of desperate adults trying to create characters that kids want on a lunchbox. The fact these types of characters are so rarely talked about goes to show their importance on stories, which to me helps highlight this, the cynical side of filmmaking. Dibbies are, are present in a surprising amount of high-reaching places. I haven't done the research to discover the original Dibby. However, studios such as Disney or DreamWorks have been using these cute characters for jokes, merchandise, and iconography for years. They're not exclusive to low-budget animation. I'm sure plenty of marketing from all sources have Dibbies brandished all over them. There are definitely Dibbies that I like, but it is rare that a Dibby will be anything more than just that. The Dibby. I think, as a concept, they're specifically designed to be as inoffensive as possible. Although, as with many storytelling devices, they can be implemented with class, i.e. Wally, or as plain and obvious as a minion. I have no idea where the term came from. It just feels right. Okay, um... Think of an adult. Think of a really mature something not for kids show. Name me a Dibby from it. Um, so it has to be edgy. No, it just has to be an adult show like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad Dibby. What do you think? Um, no, it just doesn't make sense. So you're saying? So what we're saying is, as Dibby's- I said, it usually tends to be in children's entertainment, or you know, where there are silly character designs and. It, it's going for a certain audience. Dark Souls has Dibbies in. Does it? No. What do you think, Jim? Do you agree with my write-up there? Yes and no. Oh, Jesus. Where's your problem? Um, Call of Duty has Dibbies in. I no, think... you're picking the most, like... Uh, I think a crucial part of what Dibbies are is that Dibbies aren't really known... Because they're not real, I just made it up. Yeah. Like, this is all made up. Yeah, like, exactly. So I think it's kind of dishonest for you to treat them as some sort of thesis. Destiny's, <laughs> Destiny's massively edgy, and that's got a Dibby in. Um, it's not edgy in the same way Breaking Bad or COD is, though. It's still like... It's, no different, to, it's no different to bloody COD. It is. Okay, the campaign. Isn't it like T for Teen? 
Yeah. It doesn't have like no, children actually, no, being murdered 18, in it. Sure. <laughs> and terrorist attacks. Dibby's being murdered. <laughs> hey, so do you generally agree, Jim? Jim? Sure. Yeah. What is the word for it other than Dibby? Like, what is the word for it? Minion? Yeah, minion. Minion! Minion! Um, on the same line, Fetal Freak says, Imagine you're in a scenario where you're being hunted and picked off one by one, like in Alien or a slasher film, but it's by a Dibby. What mm. Dibby would be the most lethal from fiction or non-fiction? And what's your reasoning? The ghost from, from fiction Destiny. Fiction or non-fiction? Yeah, what um, non-fiction di Dibbies are there? Argy? They're right. Yeah, Argy is a Dibby. So Argy is hunting us. Yeah, but Argy doesn't dibbies. live in a kid's world. He lives in a, a, an adult house. He's, how can he be a Dibby? He lives in question. real life. The question is just you're being hunted by a fucking Dibby. What would be the worst? I, f I really feel like the penguins would be horrifying. Yeah, yeah, they would absolutely... That if you think about Destroy like you. in the in the Madagascar universe, sure they're cool, they're epic, they're action heroes in a sense. They're kind of the the, the main guys. They're capable. Know? They're capable. But think about it: if you are a, their enemy, mm. you know, think about it. They they literally have war machines. They invent war machines. They use slave labor to get it built. They have flick knives that they whip out whenever they're threatened. So um, what you're they saying? They run is old ladies over. They're, they're actually kind of So what you're psychos. saying is they're the Italian Mafia? Um, sort they're worse. of. They're yeah, worse. Except much more dangerous. Much more well, dangerous. I wouldn't be scared of any Dibby. Yes, you would, James. Because they're Dibbies. They're tiny. You can just kick them. You'd be scared of the Dibby from Transformers. No, I'd fucking destroy that Dibby. He wouldn't. Yes, because okay, I... If James I, is not going to engage with the question, no, Jim... No, no, I am engaging yeah, with the question. Yeah, we might as well just move on. Chance is a fine thing. No, no like... Dibbies inherently aren't scary. That's They're what dibbies. makes this question yeah. funny. No, this question is really good because the penguins is such a great answer. So you just agree with me, Jim? No, yeah? Mort would be better than the penguins. <laughs> no, because Mort is never shown to be capable in any way. That's why they're horrifying. It's the ones you don't expect, which are more scary. I, f I do feel like Mort is capable of... No. No, I do. No, no I, do. I don't. Jim, he's voiced by Andy Richter. All right? Fuck. Ooh. Stage DK says, uh, was James a contrarian in school as well? Yes. Explain. Well, you know no. what contrarian is. Well, let's let's get this straight. I didn't exist till 21. So whatever I did back then isn't... You can't criticise me for Why now. have you started saying this? Because I... You mean you you just don't want to acknowledge anything No, no, before. it's just like, I, I was not the same per... A fact, as a person, I did not exist back then. Right. Like, I'm completely different now. Yeah, Ooh. as most people are, right? No, because there's, there's, there's progress, but I'm different. Just out of the box. Doesn't I don't ah. exist. I don't exist prior to two thousand. I don't know. I feel like um, most people have an age where it's like I'm just gonna ignore like that. Bit. It's not. I'm not <laughs> ignoring it. Ooh. Okay. But I didn't. I well, nobody knew my opinion because I was bullied too much. I didn't have any friends. You had us. Yeah, I know. That's it. But you know. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Fuck that's it all you. Wow. You you did have it rough. If we're all you had. Jesus. Yeah. God I know. Damn. I did have it rough. <laughs> Salmon Rocks XL Ooh. says question. When was the last time you chumps updated the channel bio? 
It features a bunch of rusty ancient char memes like Ruben being Christian and Jamie loving Guardians of the Galaxy. Pretty XD though. No, it's actually- do you need to get rid of it? Make it blank. You don't need I've it. I've changed it. When did you change it? Today. When I was collecting Ooh. the questions. <laughs> so uh -huh. people can check that out and see what's up. Oh, it's just gonna be the- Haha, <laughs> James created piss of <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's not a bad idea. Oh shit! Write that down. Write that in your <laughs> no, notes. Write that shit down. <laughs> have you actually seen my Twitter background? James and you surely would have, because you only Crazy. followed me today. Pissed would have. Why? Are you, why are you so upset have. about this, uh, Man Man Borgo Man Twitter? You followed me today. I fo I didn't follow anyone, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this to just to follow people I know and Lego. Did you follow me? Yeah, I followed everyone in Jar. What then? Like Brickset. I couldn't find you. Really? No, yeah, he, it he's is a, hidden. But you've only followed me now. Only me now. That's not true. I follow everyone in Jar. Not all today. It wasn't today. It was today. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Did no, you just get the notification yes. or something? No, I've been following you on that account for days now. Nah. This is betrayal. I don't, <laughs> okay. believe, I don't believe this yeah, shit. Nah, nah. Spooky one says thoughts on the upcoming Sekiro update. Um, exciting. my thoughts on Warzone Season 5. No, exciting. no. I think it you looks really cool. You can't talk about Sekiro yes, and not talk Fuck. about Warzone. God has had so much real estate in the podcast. It's free real estate. <laughs> um, no, because I was saying to Jim, like, why, why does Sekiro not have any DLC when every other yeah. farm game has had some kind of significant Yeah, at least release? one. Yeah. Um, and it's not it's not the same as a big like DLC drop, but it it's makes something. me th it makes me think that that I still have hope now. Yeah, that they they might do I something. I hope so, because be awesome. goddamn. But yeah, the the it looks fun, and sounds cool, and like it adds some replay value. But they probably yeah, should you have can added like do bosses again and a bit earlier. Yeah, Mako Tony Jima. 11 says, To my utter dismay, nobody on this Reddit seemed to ask what the meaning behind Pip Pop Poi truly is. So, what's the backstory and meaning behind the famous Jar Media phrase? Uh, it's, no, it's no, just, no, 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 no. What? No. It's just a no, 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 no. What? No. It's just no, a no, 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 no. Jim, Jim, listen. It's just a reference to no, the no. wheel gets the fucking grease, all right? Listen. It's no, chance is a fine thing. No, genuinely. It's a up. fine thing. Listen, let me. Shut Everybody up. be quiet now and listen to me now. Thank you. Jesus, I hate raising my voice. You guys know this about me. Um, so I actually... Uh, no, no. No, I had to go down and break down the, the entirety, no, no, the you, entire history make, of Pip Pop Poi, I wrote it down. You're making because it's this so more fucking, complicated. It's so fucking dumb. You're making this more complicated. No, I'm not. No, James, you don't understand. It's a reference to the Pip Boy from Fallout. No, well, it's not. That is that is wrong. What it actually is, is it all starts with... <laughs> it all stems from Halo 3. No, it doesn't. No, oh, yeah, no listen. Listen to my fucking story. Halo 3. Jim, the town of Voy. Do you remember that? Yeah, East of Voy. East of East Voy. Of Voy. East of Voy, right? Hey. So the word Voy has always been... It's a real place, but the the way it's used in Halo 3 was always a line that stood out to us, so the Voy thing has always been there in the back of my mind. Yes. Never had a use for it, though. We're on Shavo Highway about <laughs> East of Voy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's such a memorable line. That and delivery is just so strange. Voy is one of my family's names. Oh, right. Yeah, so no, I know that as well. When I first got uh, my golden retriever, Paisley, um, for some reason, 
uh, I, I would like to go to her. Oh, voy, voy, voy. Remember that? In that weird voice and shit. It'd be like, oh, voy, voy, voy. You know? Oh, voy, voy, voy. It just, it just felt right, you know? It just seemed, <laughs> it seemed right. <laughs> so, yeah, it went to there. I had the voy, voy, voy thing. It was starting to adapt. And then, um, because I like the rhyming shit, I decided that Argie is a guardian toy, right? Because he's a guardian, like he's a little guard dog that sits there and watches and barks. And he's a little bitch. And he's like, he's like a soft toy, right? So then I came up with the rhyme, pip pop poi on the guardian toy, right? <laughs> and then it turned into pip pop poi on the maritime voy. And then it became pip pop poi on the ip switch voy. How? Then How maritime? Then... How does that work? <laughs> and then it became premium voy. And that's where it is at the moment. A premium voy is actually a good description word. You think if if a cool like gold skin comes out and cod, it's like that's a premium voy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think of premium voy, Jim? Pip pop poi and the premium toy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your opinion on it? I like voy. You actually like voy? Yeah, premium. Holy boy. fuck! It's it's a word. If someone just you know. S- well, because I I, th- I feel like I did briefly mention the voy thing, where I was like. Yeah, I just started saying voy um, just to address the dogs. Because I was so used to having just Argie, who I'd say, oh, good boy. But Paisley is a girl. So I was like, fuck it. I'm so you gonna... can't, you have to say good boy. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Let's just simplify this. Let's just break this down. But they're then just, you can call them boys. both voys. Yeah, exactly. So now Argie's a voy, but he's not a premium voy. No, he's a premium toy. No, he's a guardian toy. Yeah, no, but he is a premium toy as well. If he's a guardian toy, he's a premium guardian toy. Yeah, but who's the maritime maritime boy? No, that's Pays. <laughs> how though? How the Pays maritime? And Argy's an Ipswich, right? Mm-hmm. He's how, an Ipswich how, boy. How? How? Explain. I got to leave some mystery in it. Do you know what? I like the fact that my dog's called Gaius, and he's just called Gaius. That's it. There's no like. There's no little. So you never do that thing where you like just uh, say random shit to your dog. No, because he'll just he'll just he'll just get angry at me and leave. Because he, he's his own being. He's not a toy for people to play with as they like. Okay, dude. Okay. Can we all do... Can we just quick, like, extra round for our viewers? Suck my willy. Yo, yo. In the house. Damn. Someone <laughs> could take that and really turn it into something good. Can we all do our um, Sylvester Stallone impressions? Um. Good to the job, uh, <laughs> you fucking asshole. Okay, you can do that question now. Right, let's let's kind of conclude with this one then. From a food lighter. <laughs> Alex, read this first. During each of the remaining questions and discussions in the cast, you must bring up the phrase casually so it fits into the conversation naturally. You must utter the phrase, I guess the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Not sure what type of grease, mind you. No matter what the discussion is, find a way to make it work. See how long you can say this before they notice. And then let's meet and fight replied reply to that saying, also say, chance would be a fine thing. Thanks for watching this episode of the Jarcast. And for supporting us. We'll see you on the next episode. Ah!